This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. How was your week? Hi, Hannah. It was good. I got to do improv on Sunday, and I was the leader, so that was a fun challenge. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Plus, I got to see you. What about you? Yeah, it was good. I feel like nothing completely exciting. I was really excited for the weather. I did a lot of walking. You know, I've been working and things like that. Weren't excited to see me. Yeah, I was excited to see you, but I was getting ready to tell everyone. One exciting thing is we are working on our website and we should release, it'll be released soon and people can go on there and purchase some merch, which will be our t-shirts. Yeah. And you get to find out even more about us. It's so exciting. Yes. And I'm excited for this episode. So this episode is about introversions versus extroversion or introversion versus extroversion. And what that is is like introverts and extroverts and Becca who we interviewed she read a book and then had a like we had a discussion about it and it was very interesting to kind of learn a little bit about what makes you an introvert and what makes you an extrovert and how you can kind of have a crossover and I think we had a really good discussion it's a little longer than our other episodes but I think it's a really good episode it really is because you could definitely be both, as you said. It's a mashup, and I just hearing about how uh, she had described the different ways we can, you know, yeah. I think it, it's a great episode to learn all about how to be how exterior factors can make you an introvert or even an extrovert in many ways. So yeah, very exciting. So hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are here with Becca, and I met her through Meetup around, I believe, a year ago, year and a half, probably more than that, probably close to two years now. I think so, yeah. It's It's been a while, and she is here. Do you want to tell everyone what you're you're wanting to talk about? Sure, yeah. Well, hi, everybody. Well, thanks so much for having me, uh, Hannah and Rachel. Um, so... So I guess what I want to talk about today is something I've been thinking about for a long time. It's, um, I guess, kind of the really weird dysfunctional dynamic between um, extroversion and introversion, where it feels like our society plays a lot of emphasis on um, extroversion. Um, it's like if you're an extrovert, you are really cool and you're outgoing and you seem as really popular and you're friendly. But um, but if you're introverted, um, probably since you were a kid, a lot of people may ask you, well, what's wrong with you? Why why are you so shy and that sort of thing? And I feel like that's more pronounced now as an adult when you're trying to make friends or uh, even at work, at school, probably trying to date you know, find a find a partner in your life. Um, and I feel like that kind of confusion comes up um, every now and then as well. So. So, yeah, I'm going to share some insights I learned from that sort of debate and um, maybe try to debunk some of the, the myth here a little bit, too. What do you identify as? Uh, that's a great question. Actually, for a long time, I feel like I am an um, maybe an extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert. I know it's really weird because I feel like I get overly stimulated um, after I hang out with people for too long. So I need to, you know, get some alone time to recharge. But then um, I'm not exactly shy. Like when I meet new people, I feel really great. I feel energized as well. I've never really been like scared of um, speaking in front of a crowd. Uh, even for my work now, I really do well with speaking in front of clients and that sort of thing. So I feel like I'm sort of in a mix. Um, but after learning about this, well, this is something I, I read from a book actually. And then after I learned a little bit more about this dynamic. I feel like I'm probably 80% like an introvert and, uh, and I'm okay with that. I feel like it, there's just a kind of a misconsumption about it. And, um, probably, you know, a lot of people should know that you, you shouldn't feel bad that if you're an introvert or something and you shouldn't push yourself to be an extrovert if you're not, um, someone who's just a extremely 
you know, outgoing or into that kind of lifestyle interaction. Well, Oprah, she identifies as like an extrovert introvert, and she will talk about how she, you know, loves being in front of crowd and talk, but then at the end of the day, she just wants to be by herself. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's uh, it's not a bad thing. Probably for a lot of extroverts, it's hard to understand how much introverts need that time at the end of the day to recharge. Um, and then if uh, if introverts get quiet and the extroverts may feel offended um, by how, you know, quiet or silent they're, you know, at a certain point. So, yeah, it's uh, there, there. There can be a lot of misunderstandings if people don't really know that difference or, you know, accept that kind of existence, you know. I feel like there is a lot of stigma to both both of those, especially because I have bad anxiety. And so people assume I also don't like to, you know, speak to others or I'm not extroverted. But it's like, no, I'm I am. I love talking to people, but I also need just like Okay, who says that? I know you talk to strangers and I've waited for you. Like waiting I know who says this. I know anxiety and be like a social like anxiety person and still have anxiety and and it's just like with the introverted and the extroverted it's like no I could be both I just I need that alone time to recoup <laughs> and so I don't have that anxiety in front of you people <laughs> so true <laughs> but I definitely am yeah. both I am definitely both I like my video game and my Netflix time and then I like yeah. to see Hannah and and only a few other people, but other than that, I like to be home. It's my comfort zone. It's my safe. I think it's probably healthy to have that balance of wanting to be around people, but then at the same Mm -hmm. time, like as you said, needing that recharge, needing just that moment to yourself, you know, like especially at night before you go to bed, like if you've had just like a hectic day. Mental health. I feel like it's a mental health. Like that whole like doing yoga or meditations, kind of like that. Some of the extra <laughs> should maybe do some of that too. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure, that that's so true. I I think we all have kind of a a mix of pattern there. Where you know, I think a lot of us are really good uh, or can be aggressive or outgoing around people we're very comfortable with uh, or maybe just, uh, you know, people who are subordinates at, at work um, or just friends in general. And but but then we're very quiet or reserved in front of some others, um, you know, or maybe your superior, your bosses or something, um, or just the strangers, maybe people you meet for the first time, you're just not really comfortable there. So yeah, it definitely feels like depending on the situation. Yeah. I think a lot of us can be a little bit of both there. I, in college there, I was in a study group and I was like outgoing in the study group and they mentioned, they're like, you are way different than what we thought you were. And I was like, I have class with you. What did you expect? <laughs> I guess I'm like quiet in class. Like, and I yeah. sat in the front row seater. Like, I was in the front row, like, trying to be a great student, not mm-hmm. off. And then like, I went into the study group, and I could be mean, funny. And, yeah. and they were like, oh. So I think, yeah, it's situational. Is that kind mm-hmm. of what helped you understand? Does it mention that? Yeah. or? Yeah, that's, that's so true. I I feel like this year, I think like we talked about earlier, it, it got really more, you know, this, the problem kind of stands out a lot more where you see a lot of memes on the Internet where people are, are making fun or just to kind of, you know, joking about, well, this year for introverts has been great or just awesome. That's the year, that's the month progressed. And then we recharge. <laughs> no. Glowing memes. It's yeah. like, it it's like, you know, guys, let me be my introvert. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be this year that mm-hmm. it's the best for us. Because also, we do need some of that socialization in a way, too. So it's like that. The good thing is we've been able to kind of take a breather and take a break and step out. But I think another worrisome thing about this is everybody's mental health. Like, are we checking in on that? Are we, you know, making sure the people that are introverted are okay during this? Mm -hmm. They might get 
they might get into because there was this guy who passed away in my hometown who never left his house like he retired and he like uh, never like he had the fear of leaving and and like and I feel like that is going to happen to a lot of people it's like they've spent this year or like six months in their house and then whenever they do get a chance to leave they're going to be like I can't I can't step out of my house that that's so true. Yeah, I think it's uh, it, it's also like one of those memes, um, you know, for people check on your extroverted friends. They're not okay. You know, <laughs> that's that that can be pretty hard. Yeah, it's just a it's a it's been a crazy year. I think. <laughs> I I I also feel like I guess you know I, I don't want to kind of gear this conversation toward just the you know being introverted is so great. Um, but <laughs> I I definitely feel like. Maybe I actually want to hear about why, <laughs> what makes it amazing, what you learn. So I think it's yeah. a good thing to gear towards it. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, it, it's true. I feel like extroversion maybe in some ways is a little bit overrated. And then, you know, in, in some ways is kind of damaging to, uh, to some introverts self-esteem in some ways. Um, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, in some social situations where, you know, you join a meetup, for example, and you try to kind of establish yourself as a, as a really friendly, outgoing or extroverted person, um, you know, uh, and it can be a problem if you are trying to date and then, you know, someone else could be extroverted. And if you're introverted, you feel like, oh, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me <laughs> or like, you know, goes to in school or at work as well. So, yeah, it's it's a very strange uh, combo there. <laughs> so what did the book kind of what? So if you are going like you read this book and how does it help you determine what you are? Um, yeah, so this book is called, um, it's by Susan Cain, so it's called Quiet, um, in a world where people can stop talking, I believe, I, I should check that again, actually, um, yeah, so, so the book, the book is really long, at first I, I was bored, <laughs> for the first couple of chapters, the, the author just kept talking about, or keeps uh, citing a lot of these um, examples or stories from, you know, let's say like famous people like Steve Jobs, or a lot of successful CEOs, or maybe even like student at like Harvard Business School, and you feel like they're in such important positions that are so successful, but um, actually deep down their work style, they're actually introvert um, they like they, they value those times where they're kind of you know isolated in an office and thinking about a problem and that's where they're most productive and they just like the author just kept citing those examples I'm like okay I get it <laughs> I understand there are a lot of these great people who work differently and um, and probably you, you can kind of you know assume that naturally if people don't know about this topic like a lot of those people probably deep down in private they're very quiet reserved they just have to put on like a certain persona when they're in front of the public um so that that definitely makes sense i was like i was bored and then the the <laughs> in the middle of the book it got in it got a little bit more interesting so i started talking about you know some i guess real life situations where people can relate to um you know let's say a uh, site like a uh, a couple um you know for example the the guy is an um extrovert and um the woman is an introvert and there might be kind of conflict there um and then talking about maybe you know uh, if you if you're a parent and your your kid could be introverted and um he or she may be struggling in school or if you're a teacher and then you have you know, a class of students who are kind of a mix there and how, how do you handle that? Um, so it got into the psychology a little bit and I, I just geek out of uh, those kind of topics and I, I thought is really, really fascinating. Um, and I remember the, the book also talked about kind of the difference between shy and introverted. Um, and those two are definitely not equal. And, and I feel like maybe that's where a lot of the stigma comes from. Where, yeah. Yeah. What would those uh, be labeled as? That's a good, like. Like, how are they different? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, well, it actually took some thinking for me to understand that. So shy, I think, according to the author, it means um, like fear of negative evaluation. So it's more like, like emotion more than. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like uh, maybe like a milder form of social anxiety or like a. I was about to say more anxiety, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Which is also an emotion. Like I feel like it, it's right. like a very emotion based. That's oh, true. For sure. for sure. I feel like it's a combo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like a tendency toward avoidance. Um, like I, I just want to voice something. I don't. It, it just makes me anxious. Yeah, I, th- I think your your evaluation is pretty on point. And then, uh, but on the other hand, introverted means um, tendency toward becoming overstimulated. Um, so it's kind of like a mental state. Um, and then the need to be alone to gain energy. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to kind of explain that, I feel like, but, um, but I, I feel like it's not really like a anxiety or anything for, for kind of introversion. It's just more like, okay, so for this person to, to operate more, I guess, like, you know, functionally or something like that, it, this person needs to, to have that downtime to, to regain the energy. And uh, it's just their work style. They, they process information differently. So it's just a difference, not better or worse. Well, um, and I feel like with shy, like I've had shy friends and my mom was a shy, you know, like child and she's talked about it. And like, yeah. you can be shy, but when you're around your family, you can be very extroverted yeah. and very, you know, different uh, than when you're like meeting new people and you're just like not wanting to talk, not because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, my mom's always said, you know, people probably thought she was a snob in high school because if someone would say hi that she didn't know, she would just like smile at them because she would get so nor- like nervous and she couldn't, you know, and she's just shy. But then yeah. at home, she like... Couldn't stop talking, you know. Yeah. Whether or not, that's me though. Like you might not know that, Hannah, but yeah, like that's what I used to be like. Okay, used younger. to. I'm like anytime I've been with you, that is not you. And I've been with <laughs> no, you. No, no. <laughs> no. When I was younger, I was really, really like I, I would if it was like say you or whatever, I'd be like outgoing and talking. And then if it was anyone else, I'd be like, Nah, I'm good. Not gonna talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, because I got made fun of a lot too, so then you also have that in you life. You build up a wall of insecurity. Exactly. So you have that with your shyness, and then also you could be an introvert on top of that. So then, <laughs> God, you get the combination, I guess. Well, I think that's with a lot of people. It's like I don't like you're you're either not very open when you first meet somebody, and then once you get to know them, like I feel like that's human nature. Then you mm-hmm. be, you know a little more you know, out there less guarded too. So you sure. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's where they were trying to compare like shy, the, the opposite of shy would be outgoing, uh, which is different than extroverted too. Like outgoing is like, you know, tendency toward approaching others, not afraid of others. And then, you know, extrovert is more just like, in need of stimulation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, like kind never of like, meeting a stranger doesn't necessarily mean that you feed off that energy. You know? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think for extroverts, they recharge by spending time with people and um and they feel depleted after being alone for so long. I so it's see, almost like the opposite. Could you, could like, you I'm extrovert though then also with talking to people playing video games then or can you be an introvert too that's the (laughs) but I'm putting my parents in these categories because they're complete opposites and my dad's never met a stranger ever Mm -hmm. but at the same time I don't think he likes to be around a lot of people like if my mom's having a party or whatever or he likes to you know once it's dark he wants to be in their basement watching tv you know like in the dark just by himself why does it sound creepy when you're like in the dark? Like, well, that's like, how he doesn't like. He doesn't dark. like to have lights on. Like, it's like at the end of the day. But he talks yeah. to everybody. He's never met a stranger. <laughs> but I don't think he likes to be around a lot of people at the same time. So yeah. I can see how that can happen. Mm-hmm. He likes his movies, and that's that. He'll like to talk to people, and then he's like, "I'm good. I got my popcorn and my movie." <laughs> That's it. Right. So I can see how it's like, but an extrovert would be somebody that like 
has to be going out, like not really necessarily like meeting new people, but they're just like needing to be around those people all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. what you're saying would stimulate them is what you're saying. Right, right, right. It's it's so interesting. It's just a, those two different kind of people, they have different needs. So like I mentioned, I think introverts recharge by like having that alone time at the end of the day or after some socialization. But then, um, you know, for, for extroverts, they recharge by being with people. That's what energizes them. And yeah, so if they've been alone for too long, they actually feel like really drained. So it's just a kind of a different dynamic there. And uh, I, I think it's just different needs. And um, th- there's really kind of no right or wrong answers there or no kind of good or bad. It's just a, we, we operate differently and doesn't really mean like, oh, when someone is quiet, that person is not contributing or not thinking or just uh, zoning out. Maybe that person just probably needs some. It's the quiet ones we have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the normal yeah. looking ones. The normal looking ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Introverts, could they get into a depression then if they're not around people to stimulate them is the question too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I wonder about that too. I I feel like there's a spectrum. <laughs> I don't really think there there's anything. I guess there's no you know it's not like a where you can put the circle and the circle hole. You know, like mm-hmm. there's not a match for everybody. Well, it's not yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah it's a grayscale. It's a grayscale. The puzzles where it's like, oh, it's my name, and there's an H, and there's a place for the H, and there's an yeah. A, but, you know, mm-hmm. but there's not necessarily a place for everybody. There's not a cookie cutter for everybody. <laughs> my analogy is, is in my head. I, I just I said that with the gray scale. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to explain my original thought. But. Wow, okay, okay. We'll understand. Where we're just, like, going with it, but... Now, I, I find this very interesting because I do think when, you know, you're explaining it, we're trying to, you know, I, well, at least myself, human nature, it's like trying mm-hmm. to be like, okay, where do I fall? Where do my, where does my family fall? Where does my friends fall? But mm-hmm. as you said, like, there's not really the perfect, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah, I think so. It's probably really important to have that empathy when you're interacting with others. I think that's just what it comes down to. Um, you know, if you, you know, you, <laughs> when, when you feel like, you know, being judgmental or, um, maybe a little bit uncomfortable, you know, in someone's, someone else's presence or just wondering, oh, why are they like that? Um, maybe it's kind of, you know, easier to just to step back and take a, take a breath and, uh, uh, have some empathy. Um, maybe just think about, oh, you know, I think that's just uh, what they, what they need. Um, because I think that's what I, what reminds me for, I guess, the, the another topic is, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, experienced that in school where, it seems like the teacher, teachers always like to do group discussions and uh, just like, oh, put the kids in like, like certain kind of really high interaction groups. And then with the hope of uh, maybe if you join those kids, you get more outgoing or talk more or something. I think after reading that book, I think that's a horrible idea, but I think that's what society promotes. I swear that is because anytime I was in those groups, I was worse. I was worse. <laughs> Like maybe a few people I sort of knew, you know, who were my friends or whatever. Yeah. I would be fine. Like in my sign language uh, class, <laughs> I, I I stimulated with a few of the my peers, but then when I got to the popular kids and everything, right. no, can't do this project, can't sign anymore, even though I just did it two minutes oh, ago. Oh, see, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> Hannah Vickers. I was the popular kid. No joking, but. <laughs> This is why are we friends? I went to a very, very <laughs> tiny school, so it wasn't, you know, Miss Pop. I did not like it, Miss Skyhawk or anything. I but that's all I was known as. I wasn't even Rachel. I was my brother's sister. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, my brother graduated a year before I joined so we were like far enough apart that like he was out of the school whenever I like came into the school my main thing is being in front of crowds like I am very Mm -hmm. very outgoing I can be outgoing like when there's like a few but 
For instance, whenever I had to be in front of the church I grew up with, I like I wrote everything I was going to do and I hyperventilated in front of Mm -hmm. everybody I knew. And I and I had to leave. And like I I've had a few occasions where I've like hyperventilated in front of crowds. But then my last job, I had to my last company, they forced me to speak in front of at least 100 people a week. Mm -hmm. And I had to quickly get out of that. And so then when I got the job I have now, well, the company I work with now, but a different position, I had to lead meetings with 300 people. I did an all staff with video. Mm-hmm. And like The first one, I was very nervous. And I'll say this quote, my Uber driver, I was in Nashville. And he's like, oh, well, what, what, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm getting ready to do a live call, like 100 people in the room and 200 people on camera and I was like I am so nervous and he was like you're nervous because you care and because you care you'll do well and for some reason like that came over me and I was like I don't I am gonna do well and and ever since then my like stage fright has slowly stopped but it's all random uber driver from- I know. another thing i will say really quickly and i'll stop rambling but the reason you know why we have stage fright and why we are afraid whenever people are looking at us like for group projects it's- i have no idea i think that's a great question i, yeah. I really so, yeah. well, I-, I know the answer extroverts and introverts relationships exactly what did you learn from that since you know like how did they work well um yeah I think the author used an example of a really young couple in New York where the guy really likes hosting parties like every Friday night um really big ones at home and um so so I can I can see you know some someone like that who's really into you know our their own circle and um just a gets a lot out of that kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a host of events, um, that sort of feeling. Um, but, uh, I think, I think the, the author mentioned that his wife is a lawyer and then she actually deep down is an introvert. And when she gets home, she just wants to rewind. And, uh, um, if anything, maybe, you know, she's, she, she's like, well, we can go out for dinner or something, you know, on a Friday night. Um, but she really does not want to be a part of that house party that he always hosts. I will say, I'm just thinking of the mess <laughs> she's probably coming home. I'm just thinking like a woman's like, thinking like oh my gosh I'm gonna clean up like is he doing any of the yeah. cleaning is he is he prepping for this party that he wants or, like, <laughs> or is she gonna have to do I it? mean I, no. I was thinking that too and then I also was thinking well hopefully he could spend time with his friends she spends time with her Netflix book or whatever the hell she right. wants to do with her life New York apartment she's gonna walk in and be like hi everybody I'm going <laughs> My aunt went to a, a party, this was years ago, and at 9 o'clock, it was like a dinner party, at 9 o'clock, the lady like looked at her watch and she's like, well everyone, it's been really nice, um, you know, I'm going to go to bed, and she like got up and went to bed. <laughs> that happened to me. <laughs> I love that kind of lady. <laughs> right? Like, it's nice. You can do your thing. I'm going to bed. 
I know. I'm quite happy with our hostess who's like, you guys can stay, clean up, lock up, but I'm I'm gonna peace out. Oh yeah, and that was just like last summer, right? You yeah. <laughs> I had that happen to me. You were like in her backyard, like, oh okay. <laughs> I was only what four of us were there, and she says to me. Well, if I'm going to bed, and I don't know anyone, and I'm like, that, that's, that's great. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'm gonna call my Uber now. <laughs> I, I just, you guys keep going. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, leave your own no. party. You're like, I'm like, I feel like that's the definition of an introvert. Like somebody mm-hmm. that's like, okay, I, I've had enough of this party. It's time. Yes. Uh, that's like someone just doesn't give a crap. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, just, I, I think it, com- it becomes a problem, though, when, let's say, you know, for example, that that, that uh, situation or the example I read in the book where, you know, the guy is hosting a party and he would expect that his wife would be supportive. So, you know, if I'm here hosting something, I would expect you to be, you know, uh, here as well and also maybe help me socialize, be a good host and that sort of thing. And then if she wants to step away and he's probably going to feel very hurt. And um, and it's the, it's the same thing. If, uh, if if let's say she she would like to to have like a quiet time, just watch a movie and maybe he will feel bored. So. Um, yeah, it can be a little hard to navigate that if two people I just feel like their relationship's not gonna work if you unfold. Yeah, I, I really feel that way but too. But I feel like you can make it work because there are many couples that are introverts and extroverts in many ways, and there are also many, not that I would bring up politics, who are Republican and Democrats. <laughs> Like morals and non-morals. I, I, I'm just saying though, I like, feel like you can make it work if you could like, you know, it would suck though to be like, oh man, my wife isn't here. But at the same time, if you love and respect her and you know that she's more yeah. of an introvert and you love and respect your wife, you could be like, all right, we'll just say hi for two seconds. You do your own thing. That's that. And then, yeah. and then I get this once a month where I'll party, but you better clean up. <laughs> that's and, true. That's true. Uh, I, I feel, feel like that's a good solution. Love each other. You yeah. Can make- Work is yeah, I, I I think so too, and um I think I think another solution actually I, actually Rachel that's a great one I I think that was exactly what the author was trying to to allude to and then um possibly another uh, solution would be you know for two people to kind of come to an agreement and try to compromise a little bit let's say if uh, if you want to host a party on Friday nights, maybe on Saturday I can get my quiet time. We can just do something on our own, you know, uh, something more like up my speed. Um, or maybe for your party, you can limit that to just like two hours or something. <laughs> then you <laughs> like guys go out or something and then leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just they they both get what they want I guess every now and then so I think that's that's a lot better. You just gotta make sure it's equal in the end or at least compromise like you said mm-hmm. because you don't want to be the one that's giving 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 all the way well, and then like when you're not. It yeah. As her, she might begin to resent or they might yeah. resent the other person. It's like I'm mm-hmm. tired of sitting at home and watching a movie. I don't like you anymore. Or the other, <laughs> I can see one line apartment. Yeah, that, that's true. Like that's how society is right now. Then, Becca, what would you like to tell people? I think I like to tell people that if you are, if you're an introvert or you you want to take some time to just recharge and be yourself um, and just own that. I think, I think there's nothing wrong with it. And, um, and I think there, there are ways where, where we can kind of, you know, work together as I think as a society actually try to understand each other a little bit better too. Um, you know, even just the, between the, I guess the typical social relationships there, there are so many, ways we can try to mitigate um that sort of stigma and then just to you know i think people are more comfortable in their own skin um so yeah i think that's what <laughs> what, what comes down to it essentially it's <laughs> um it's just a, you know I, I think introverts they 
they're they're kind of like you know monitoring themselves and they they like to sit around wondering about things imagining things um thinking about maybe things from the past and making plans for the future so they live in their head a lot they're very easily stimulated even just by sitting in a coffee shop and just people watching it's so easy for them to think about things but for extroverts i think they they need that real like tangible social situation and um so yeah i think it's just maybe for people to accept that difference and there's really nothing wrong with any type um and maybe when we work with some people um we can maybe kind of do our best to also try to try to acknowledge that difference and um you know and just to try try to be a little bit more understanding like that. I wonder also if it is like how you're raised, like if you're an only child, if you become more of an introvert versus if you, you know, are a family of 10 kids, like my grandmother, if you're more extroverted, <laughs> like being around a lot of people or maybe what, if you're around all those people, you no longer, you know, once you get your alone time, you want that alone time. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I definitely feel like if you grew up as an only child, you were probably more comfortable being in like a smaller group or with yourself. Um, and then, you know, when you're hanging out with a huge group of people, you're just probably not used to that. You're not necessarily hating it, but not something you were really comfortable with. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely feel that's a that's probably a big factor, but um, but then a lot of people were saying like you know a lot of kids when they were growing up, the parents didn't really kind of try to push them into certain circles or whatever. It's just a, gradually you just notice they <laughs> um, they don't like going to a lot of the after school activities or like birthday parties. Um, they like a lot of kind of you know the solo type of um, sports like you know long distance running or skating or something instead of a uh, team sports or something like that. So, and then, you know, parents get worried. Um, I think it's just a, another thing that book was saying is just, uh, there, there's really, you know, no need to worry about it. I mean, of course it's not a disease. It's just, uh, <laughs> developing into who you are, you know, we're still yeah. growing and kids grow and grow and grow until even in their thirties, you're still growing. So I, I feel, feel like even if you lived a hundred, you're still, you know, mm-hmm. going to develop your, you're adapting, you're growing. Yeah. 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 It, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I think the, one of the biggest mistakes probably people always do is, um, tell a kid, uh, don't be shy or why are you so shy? I think kids, like over time, they learn shy as, a, as I guess, an negative. adjective. Yeah, it's a, it's a negative label, and they don't want to be labeled that. And uh, they start kind of questioning themselves, and you know, why am I like this? And why can't why can't I be like one of those really popular kids and just uh, so many friends outgoing all the time? And they try to yeah. be like that. And unfortunately, we have that stigma, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, where we should probably not to do like say it as much either, because it's okay if you don't want to hang out with others. That's fine, you know, as long mm-hmm. as you're okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's also because I was the opposite. I was like where I was told like I shouldn't talk so much, or I shouldn't, you know, like I I love you know talking to strangers, which is a really bad mm-hmm. thing for kids to do. But it's like also you get, and I also wonder if that's why I ended up having really bad stage fright is because I was so outgoing that then it's like, that's bad. You you shouldn't, you know, like you're not supposed to want to walk up to strangers. You're not supposed to, you know, do this. And then I like turn, you know, like, like did a, you know, 180 or whatever and got really frightened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think. Well, you know, that that's one thing I feel like it's going to be very hard to change culture-wise. Um, yeah. I, I still feel like nowadays if you're an extrovert, if you're outgoing, I feel like <laughs> uh, probably the odds are in your favor in some, in a lot of cases where, you know, since because I feel like America, we're just a, kind of an extroverted culture. We well, I, well, I think also like, <laughs> Like you're, I don't know if people are necessarily like extrovert, but they're posting a lot on social media that makes them seem like they're extroverted. Like they might mm-hmm. not necessarily. Like I have this yeah. really, you know, really non-outgoing friend, but she posts everything on Facebook. Like she, 
you know, she's, like, fine with posting these random things about her life. But yet, I'm like, you wouldn't ever tell that to anybody in person, but you are just yeah. blasting that to the world. And they they also say, psych, psychologically, too, with people posting all that, too, it's also to let their own feelings out mm-hmm. and their own extrovert also out too in a way maybe they don't want to do it they were saying that's how a lot of people um get why people share a lot of safe photos too is to get their emotions out there too and sometimes it's not even for attention it's just for yourself like a a little diary almost is right but it's just like so some people are complete opposite like their online persona is different from Mm -hmm. their persona oh for sure true that's true it's like a very it's like oh well maybe it does seem like we have a lot of extroverts but in reality we don't it just seems like they're very extroverted because of things that they post and Mm -hmm. also how america like you said becca that how we perceive it too we make everyone needing to be outgoing and extroverted (laughs) well in reality tv probably has added that too it's like exactly Yeah, it's a culture just promoting that. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, just at work, we have, you know, conference calls, meetings. I feel like we're always pressured to, to speak up. And if you're just kind of hiding in the background and just over time, people kind of almost forget that you're there or just, <laughs> you're just going to become a little bit ignored and they feel like, oh, you know, I'm not really doing well here. Maybe I should uh, do better by, by talking more. And, uh, Even though that has nothing to do with it, that's just who you yeah. are and right. that's just how they're perceiving. They're perceiving mm-hmm. it this way when you're like, no, yeah. I'm doing my job fine. I just mm-hmm. don't feel like talking to you guys. <laughs> <Not so bad. laughs> I know that that's so true yeah well I mentioned earlier I used to teach um, at a university in Maryland and I remember I was guilty of that too I constantly <laughs> organized uh, group activities and exercises in class and trying to let students and you know yeah exactly and then I, I can totally see that some some students are like they're already friends and they want to be together and in, in groups and I purposely like split them <laughs> because I want them to get out of their comfort zone like thinking oh you know like you're gonna thank me later when you're stepping into the real world. And then you're like no they're not they're thinking about. <laughs> well I will say my professor freshman year is the reason why I'm best friends with my friend Morgan who listens to the show is because we were grouped together and she is definitely uh, very introverted and I and I'm not and so he I think paired us for that reason and then we became like long-lasting friends and so I I do think maybe it can be helpful but at the same time it's a very stressful situation I think it depends on (laughs) art school I was trying to think about it because I went to art college uh yeah, we weren't paired off. We we they told us to go draw stuff outside. Well, in my first did best friend. So did you guys? Because I know in my art classes, which I hated, but at the same time I appreciate is like anytime I have to like I am not a person that draws, but I had to take drawing, and then I'd have to put my drawing up, and people would have to critique it, and that oh, we always had critique. Yeah, and so you're in that group critique, and that would give me anxiety. I like. Couldn't wait. I would be like, let me just go first so I can get this feeling like off my chest. Like, just make it end. Just make it end. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. At the same time, since I had to do critiques since high school and <laughs> middle school, it kind of got to the point where it's like, well, I know this guy's not going to like it. I know she's not going to mm-hmm. like it. I know the professor is going to side with that guy because that's the teacher's pet. <laughs> Therefore, right. you're just going to let it go in the end. You're like, every like I'm going to cry no matter what after class, but we just don't let them see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In class a few times. But I know with friends, though, I became mm-hmm. friends with a girl by us not being socially talking. We had to go out and find organic stuff to draw, and I asked her what she was drawing. Hi, Monica, if you're listening. And it was uh, poop. Yeah, I was like, so <laughs> what are you drawing? She's like, I'm drawing poopy. And then I became friends with her. So mm. therefore, friendship over poop. So see, sometimes it works <laughs> if, you, if you're put out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely bring Morgan on to get her opinion, because I know she didn't like me, so... <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. No, it's not. I wish. 
I know. <laughs> yeah, the introverts probably feel very like stressed out. <laughs> but, right? Like you're making Morgan feel stressed out now, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> like the brightest sunshine, and she was like the rain and the you know like. Oh, that's actually a good mix, I think. So you know, in some yeah, ways. What so about good. sun showers then? It's a sun shower. <laughs> yeah, we wear a sun yeah. shower together. Got the cloud and the rain, and then the sun. Yeah. Yeah, no, we work. I, I think, and we actually had a lot of fun our senior year. Like, we were roommates, and I could decompress. We could, like, kind of decompress together because I I did, I think, help her come out of her shell a little bit. But then she also, like, helped me calm it down, I guess, too. But we <laughs> could work together. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I, I really think it's important to realize that maybe every now and then we'll all like um, act out of character for some of the time and you know and and that's also in exchange for being ourselves for the rest of the time and I think that just to sometimes maybe push ourselves outside of the comfort zone is so uh, will be will be helpful I I, I do remember some friends of mine, if they're introverted, sometimes if they're single and they will make a pact with themselves and say, um, this weekend on Saturday night, I'm going to a bar. I'm going to join some like meetup group or maybe some activities, go out with friends and talk with some strangers. And then I'll be there for like three hours or something. And probably the whole time they're thinking, oh, my gosh, I just want to go home. And time's going so slow. Yeah. Right, exactly. But then after that, they feel accomplished, almost like, okay, I, I I did what I have to do to, you know, get myself out there because I know that's what it takes sometimes to get a date and or that's something. The like thing, that's the thing. You just accomplished something for you, though. Mm -hmm. like if you're yeah. doing it for you to say, hey, look, you know, I hate this situation. I really don't want to do it, but I did right. it. Good yes, yes. <laughs> Good for me. I did this. Okay, can I go to bed now? <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. And they, they I, I think you would feel good after after you did that and then you go home probably curled up in bed and watching Netflix and you won't feel guilty anymore. You won't feel like, Oh, why am I just always doing this by myself? But you know what? You actually kinda of pat yourself on the back. It's like, Hey, I got outside of the house today, I socialized. Wow. Well, and that's one thing I'm worried about is because I know, like, in the future, people are, it's going to be harder for them to get out. Because I think we all have, like, even if you are extroverted, sometimes you're like, can I make an excuse and say I'm not going? And then, right. you know, and then now we're, now we don't have to make those excuses. Or even, like, FaceTime, I will say, like, I, I have forgotten about a few Zooms or things like that. Like, yeah. there's church that I go to and I just can't it's really hard for me right now like after doing this and meetings I just don't have the energy to stare at people right, right. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> that is okay because you need to yeah. we just talked about this right you need to mm -hmm. for Hannah it's and yes. I, I feel time. like this is a new this is a new stimuli like the the zooming mm -hmm. and skyping and video chatting it's yeah. like a whole new realm where you're like I'm exhausted after. Mm -hmm. It's like, right. oh, I don't have a, I, even though I don't have meetings like you and stuff, if I had talked to even, I love my parents, but even talk to them. And then I do also the podcast on the same day and someone else talking to me, I'm like, well, this has been too many hours now. I need to be alone. This is, even though I've been alone all day, technically. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I That's need true. Yeah. It, I yeah, know. I need to power off and not, Mm -hmm. Being is real. Be right. present with yourself is what I was learning with my meditation too. You got to be present with yourself and do it for yourself and give yourself yeah. like a hug and be for you. It's yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah, and I I think one thing to help people understand maybe a little bit more about themselves is also kind of look back at their childhood and think about. Um, what you love to do when you were a child, you know, what you would aspire to be when you grew up back in the, those days. I think those uh, actually aspirations back in the days were very telling. Actually, it tells you, oh, you know, maybe that's kind of your original dream that shows what you're comfortable with. Or um, and also kind of think about like the kind of hobbies or work or activities you gravitate towards nowadays. You know, I think naturally people can 
can notice some some patterns there um, and and also kind of maybe see what you envy, you know, kind of think about <laughs> if there's a certain type of lifestyle or, or people or personality. You just feel like, oh, you know, I wish I could be like that or something. I feel maybe that's um, th- th- those those could be some some steps people can take to help them realize what they actually were, were deep down, <laughs> what they truly prefer. That's yeah. true. Like if you look back in your childhood, what did you like to do? What did you prefer? Because that is when you were a child. And I like to play waitress. I'm very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are good at that when I, oh, when I used to come oh, over. You were very good at hosting. I had a smoke section. Yeah. I had... I had like the upstairs and downstairs in my parents' house was two different sections. I had a bar. I waited <laughs> tables. I cleaned them off. They had. I had a wait list. I was. I had <laughs> laminated menus. Uh, <laughs> this just sounds like what you do. You're, this is very Hannah. This is a, <laughs> you're not a waitress. That's yeah. Just you are. You're very organized. You're very like on the go. Like. That that's boss man. I had a lot of energy. I didn't have like we didn't live in a neighborhood where kids could easily come to my house, basically mm-hmm. like with the road and stuff. Well, <laughs> they had to cross the road, so I like didn't have kids to play with besides my brother, and he's definitely an introvert. So I guess that's why I like. I can't hang out with him right now. Oh, I'm kidding. My brother was similar. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah, well, if you if you want to be in a waitress, you probably are definitely an extrovert, or at least more like that. You kind of like being around people, or you know, organizing things, socializing a little bit. What did you play when you were little? <laughs> I I don't remember now. Actually, I can't, I can't think about it. Maybe just like a. Some something really boring like a teacher or something. Because, That's uh, not boring. That's not boring at all because I I do teach. You know, just kidding. <laughs> I actually never split my kids up either. When you were talking about that, and I was doing after school art with them, I was like, I just let them sit with whoever they wanted to. If I got pissed <laughs> off at them, then I'd separate them. Yeah. And then I'd be like, get over there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, teaching is rewarding for sure. You know, you get like a set audience all the time. And it's definitely really good about that. We're so nice and beautiful children. And then when they talk to you sometimes, then you're like, I don't like you. You are more extroverted by being a teacher. But more of an extrovert since you have like an audience. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think that's that's even that's even that might be small kids. It's still, as you said, like an audience. It's like mm-hmm. part of being a the extroversion. Is that what it was called, extroversion? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That that's a really really good uh, good one. Yeah, I would I would imagine you know that's uh that that's related to speaking in front of a crowd, public speaking, you know, doing presentations all the time. So yeah, it feels like. Well, maybe that's also why, like, I'm I'm not afraid of doing presentations work. You well, know? Well, you yeah. had to do do that too because you were with what a college kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and feel like students can be brutal, like any age. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they, they can sure. be a really hard audience. They're yeah. so mean sometimes. I They're know. So <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I don't have any experience, like, you know, teaching like a younger kids, but I mean, college kids, at least they're adults, but they're kind of at that age is kind of annoying, too. They feel like they're just like really mature and they own the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, they're adults, but they're also babies in a way, too, because they're still growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that, I feel something. like it's worse at times, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I know. And they they sometimes get, come come to you with uh, some kind of personal problems that may affect their work or, you know, progress. And they, they actually kind of, you know, sound really sincere. And you try to be really empathetic, but you also feel like saying, eh, Probably 10 years later, looking back, you're going to feel like this is just really nothing. <laughs> you're just being like a drama queen or something. But that sounds really callous. So, it um, is true, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
Like, you're not trying to look back at it to be mean, but you're like, well, you're probably going to think, like, uh, like with the, my art student. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to hate this red color. Probably the tiniest choice you've ever made in your life by choosing this color. But it's true. Well, I realize we've been talking forever. Your five minutes has turned into, like, 22. So... But this has been really good. This is an interesting conversation. Yeah, learn a lot from uh, from both of you actually. <laughs> to bounce ideas off of each other, it's, I love that. Oh I don't think it was about you. You shouldn't have learned that much about us, but I guess you did. <laughs> I, I kind of learned a lot, so I, I I'm loving it. It's, it feels good. Yeah, it definitely, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Rachel. It's- Fine. <laughs> no, I, I like your energy too. So yeah, thanks. Well, I'll yeah. have to try to read the book. It seems very long, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to listen to it on. You need time. the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, yeah I know. That's the funny part, though. When we were talking about childhood, I was like, "Well, all I did was art, and I like to read and play softball, and I guess that's what I still." doing i played softball along with ted yeah they made me the catcher when i was little and then everyone's like but you're five foot tall well less than five foot because i was little and (laughs) and you have this big (laughs) equipment all over me i'm like that logic at the time was yeah he was little then yeah, <laughs> all over every time though. But yeah, I found that interesting though, since I still like doing the same things, but I'm a little more extroverted now because I think, um, with my anxiety, I not to get more controlled, but had different mm-hmm. situations I had to be in, as we talked about. Yeah. That made you kind of feel a little more extroverted, right, even though. It- I feel like the more you put yourself, my personal experience, not maybe necessarily for everybody, but the more you're exposed to something, I feel like, and you were like, oh, I didn't die during that experience, then you can kind of help build, you know, onto that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, if you have some good experience, you just kind of just give you some confidence and uh, feel like you can, you can do that. Um, but anyway, I, I really feel like it just, this discussion is just kind of, you know, helps us manage our relationships in our lives. You know, if you're a manager, think about your employees in different ways. If you're dating, think about your partner in different ways. And, um, and friendships, maybe if you're a parent, <laughs> you have kids. Um, yeah. But basically just feel like if someone is different than, than you just don't think they're weirdos or something. They probably just to process things a little bit differently. So yeah, we're all different. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me guys. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Rachel, what did you think about this episode? So what I liked about this episode was because extrovert and introverts we sometimes judge each other thinking you could only be one or the other, but that's not true. You could actually be both in the end and it's okay if you feel more comfortable being by yourself or if you feel more comfortable being around others, that's okay because we're all different. And that's what I really like to talk about with her was that we got to learn what makes us different and also what makes us similar. Right. And introvert doesn't have to be a negative term because I feel like that is a lot about it. And I, and I really, I've been thinking a lot, like what she said about, think about what you did as a child and what you're doing now and how that, you know, can, whatever you played as a kid can kind of be like what you want to do as an adult and what, how you turn out as an adult. And I just find that really interesting. And I've, Ever since the interview, I've kind of thought about that a little bit more. So, but it's it's true though. With a society, uh, we always seem to put it as a negative connotation of being an introvert, and it's really not. You know, like you said, and yeah, it's good and I, to see it. And I hope it was a good conversation for other people to kind of listen to because it was interesting to to hear about introverts and extroverts and the different things and and you know. All that. I guess just how our brains work too, and how, you know, external uh, forces could also drive you into one area too. Yeah. 
Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. And we want to thank, you know, Sean Price for our wonderful theme song. Thank you, Sean. And also make sure that you subscribe, you like, you comment, you rate and subscribe. On, I'm going to make this long list now. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And then you could also listen to us on Apple, Anchor, and All the Spotify. Platforms. Yeah, they should be listening right now on a platform. But make sure you go to LinkedIn. If they aren't listening on a platform, I want to know where you guys are actually listening. (laughs) But make sure that you like and subscribe or you rate and comment and subscribe so you can listen to our next episode on whatever platform you are listening to. And also, we want to make sure that you have a plan to vote and you are ready for the upcoming election because it is in like, I think when this releases, it'll be 12 days until the election, which is crazy. Yep, we have only two more weeks now from right here. So yeah, but it's... today is Tuesday, so you guys are listening on Thursday, which will be 12 oh, yeah. days. So make sure you get your ballot out, mailed in if it's there. Put it in the mail today. This is your reminder, and make sure you vote or go early or even stand in the long lines on election day and just make sure you get out your vote yep vote uh, get your voice heard and use your right it's your gift bye rachel bye hannah until next week and this was what i'd like to tell people